hookup culture. <laughs> what is up, my cubbies? It's your girl, Chris Leinhart, and welcome back to the hookup culture. Happy freaking pride, am I right? This month is usually wild. I know the last year has been kind of crazy. Um, we haven't, you know, really been celebrating the way that, you know, us pride folks do. Um, but in honor of it, I thought I'd do something really special because this is the first year that I have this platform that I could reach literally internationally. And uh, I want somebody that's at home right now thinking, you know, how do I come out? What is what, what could I do about my culture, my religion, my demographic? And let me talk to you as personally um, a girl that, you know, identifies as a woman in a Middle Eastern culture. Um, with various religious backgrounds and everything going on around me, right? Um, I, it, how difficult it was and the the beauty and all of that. I'm going to take you on a journey. I'm going to split it into three. The entire series is ca- called, well, cost, um, is called Just the Beginning because that's all this ever is going to be. And you guys are on such a beautiful ride that you don't even recognize at times because you're sitting there and you're wondering how how is this you know how is this good you know some of you have cried yourself straight you know some of you have gone to church camps and you know tried to you know convert yourselves into something you're not um you know i've unfortunately have heard way too many stories about the lgbtq youth um especially the trans community that uh you know they get killed all around the world or they commit suicide some of them don't even make it to the age 20 you guys and this is statistics that make people uncomfortable for some reason they're fine talking about genocide they're fine talking about you know race and racism and when it comes to the gay community uh there's this weird taboo eerie feeling where it's almost like unnatural not even recognizing that half of the people that go through discrimination themselves their culture has been for example armenians um you know they have gone through genocide you know as has many of other cultures that nobody knows about uh, they didn't make enough noise or they didn't get the media to cover it or they didn't have enough support or they didn't you know whatever it may be that there was genocide that they didn't even make it you know some cultures didn't make it some religions didn't make it um because they were wiped out and what people um don't understand is just as uncomfortable as you know that is uh and it's it's terrible it's not a comparison however uh being gay shouldn't be treated like an abnormality it shouldn't be treated like the unspoken sin of the world when it's really not and i'm sorry if you are somebody that doesn't believe in it good for you um, that's information you can keep to yourself or go on the roof and scream it at the top of your lungs. That's the beauty of America, right? You could um, have that freedom of speech. However, don't you dare try to shut the people up that are proud of it because it takes a lot in the Middle Eastern, especially in any community, to be honest with you, nowadays. Um, we can get killed in over 45 countries. Yeah. Yeah, we can get um you know shot just walking down the street because somebody decided that they don't like us 
you know it's it's very similar to the discrimination other people have felt so my the moral of the the story is if you've felt discrimination which is every single person that's listening to this however you identify heterosexual homosexual whatever it may be if you've been discriminated against how dare you put that discrimination on others? So yes, you're damn right. I'm going to have a three-part episode. So every single episode from this going forward for the next two is... That made absolutely no sense. Okay, <laughs> let me run this back. The next two episodes is going to be about my pride because I am proud. I'm proud that I have the strength to uh, push away the hate and push away the discrimination and humble everybody and and show them that guess what i'm still the amazing freaking friend sister cousin niece that anyone has ever had or encountered because what i do in the privacy of my bedroom is none of your damn business and who i choose to love is none of your damn business no matter what your religion tells you i'm sorry the last time i checked there's no god walking on earth right now so how dare you condemn others and put others down and tell them that they don't even believe in your god and that they don't even deserve to live how dare you shame on you and if you if you stand by people that have this belief shame on you twice because it's one thing to have your beliefs it's another to pressure others into thinking that the way you're thinking is right and the rest of the world is wrong for choosing the way that they live so yes the beginning there's it is just the beginning sweetheart it is just the beginning every day that you wake up it's the beginning because we are fighting every single day for our rights we are fighting every single day we we have to prove to others twice as hard that we deserve to love everywhere we look on tv walking down the street at weddings is all heterosexual and everybody is out there thinking that that's the norm, just like everybody thinks monogamy is the norm. And this is part of the reason why I invented this this podcast, because love is not subjective to your beliefs. I want to repeat that one more time. Love is not subjective to your beliefs. It just is. Let that sink in because that's all it is love is love is love and every religion has been founded by it and every culture has been founded by it and every human being has been founded by love so don't you dare sit there on that imaginary throne that you have and think otherwise and hey if you're a supporter and you're an ally and you're wondering why i'm ranting at you it comes from a lot of pain and it comes from a lot of experience and it comes from a platform that I am obligated to use. Actually, no obligation at all because I am willingly doing this. I adore all of you and every single one of you have a voice. Every single one of you have light in you and every single one of you deserve to hear my story and how hard it was coming out but it was the best decision that I've ever made in my life. And it doesn't matter when you make it. You can be 10 years old, you can be six years old, you can be 20 years old. Hey, you can be 60 years old as long as you, you live in your truth because love is not subjective to it. It just is. And, and you need to know that. And, and I really encourage you to do so. And if you need to DM me, hk underscore culture two e's you better boy or girl you better okay because i know firsthand how it feels 
So let's talk about me for a second. A little bit of Chris in this episode. <laughs> now that I'm done ranting. A little bit of Chris, right? Hey, uh, I woke up one day. Uh, there was uh, a girl. I was 17. There was a girl that I actually never really thought that I was going to be interested in. Uh, not because of her looks, not because of her personality. I just didn't think I was interested in women. Uh, I always had crushes on boys growing up. I never asked myself why nothing happened by the age of 17 and all of my friends were granted all of my friends were always you know beautiful and they had no trouble in that department at all uh, I just never really compared myself nor did I care like what my older sister was doing what my friends were doing romantically I cared in a sense where all I wanted to do was play hitch and that's what they called me you know growing up that's that's all I wanted to do I wanted to make sure you know, the right people were together and, you know, the, the personalities matched. That's when I started getting into astrology and I started helping out my friends and family with astrology. And, uh, you know, I used that as a baby guide and that was cool um, until it was my turn. And I have this hilarious, beautiful, funny girl, charismatic, um, standing in front of me telling me that she has feelings and you're probably wondering okay she didn't just wake up and tell you that well what happened was she was observing me for a long time uh i had no recollection of that because i didn't know her we didn't share similar interests she was on choir i was on basketball um our worlds really just didn't collide um until one of my dearest friends asked me to go on um you know a date well he called it a date it wasn't really a date it was like he was trying to get to know her friend and we actually went out together and he took her and i got the you know the chance to meet this individual in person and i started laughing and she was making me crack up i mean I, seriously most to this day i think she is the most hilarious human being uh, regardless of all the trauma that you guys have heard me talk about in season one um i still say that she was hilarious because it is what it is right so I, I experienced this dinner with her and I had a blast. And then that turns into me throwing this rager party and then her comforting me after that party with some drama going down, which turned into me hanging out with her a few times um, in August before going into my senior year. Uh, and then I noticed that you know, she uh, made a move on me. She actually kissed me while I was sick and it was my first kiss, you guys. My first kiss. I had never kissed a guy, girl, nothing. Okay. <laughs> and um, she made that move and I was like, my. she quite literally took my breath out of my mouth. Like I was taken back. Um, all I knew is I've never felt that happy before. And uh, that was beautiful to me. And I, I got scared though, you guys, because in my head, this was a fantasy. This was a fantasy world that I lived in and that it was just going to be a summer fling and I was going to go back to world. Uh, to world. Okay. 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 All right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Okay. I was going to go back to reality and I was going to go back to school and everything's just gonna fall back into place i would continue to be the class clown um the girl on the basketball team you know the one that gets along with everyone um and you know keep getting good grades and that's it right so i get this text message from her while i'm in the middle of econ and it's this novel about how she wants to come out and she doesn't care who knows and she wants to scream it on the top of her lungs it's some choir shit okay like you know like those people just you know they're usually hand in hand in the drama club and it just turns into this theater and i was like sitting there like 
I never knew what anxiety felt until that moment. I had no, I, anxiety was non-freaking-existent. Actually, you know what, it wasn't even anxiety because I remember when I got anxiety. It wasn't anxiety, it was more of like a panic. Like, like what is this? Like, I know. So I text her back, a jackass move. I say, hey, you're just like a sister to me. Completely break this girl's heart. Uh, she misses school. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but I know at Burroughs, um, there was this policy where if you uh, miss more than 15 days, like you can't graduate on stage your senior year. Um, she was close to that. She like missed like almost 10 days because of me. So I had her friends coming up to me and I'm like, everybody's asking me like, why does the choir kids keep coming up to you and like telling you what did you do to, to so-and-so? And I was like, I don't know. Like I just played dumb. Um, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready to admit this to myself. I wasn't ready to, you know, really understand the depths of what I was about to do. I was about to make a statement. I was about to change my life. I was about to change everybody's life that's in my life. Um, the game was about to change and I wasn't ready for it. So I, uh, I said that and she ends up coming back to school. Uh, I kept my distance for a while. Um, and then I think, I just started declining with my academics and I had such a good, good run at school. Like I had like an average of 3.5 GPA in high school until my senior year, my first semester. Uh, I started, um, you know, smoking weed. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you guys. I started smoking weed. Um, I was just kind of completely out of it. I lost a lot of weight. I lost 30 pounds. Um, I you know, I, I was shaking at nights. My, my family thought that I was using, I, I wasn't, I've always been sober. Fun fact, um, at minus the weed, um, I stopped smoking weed again and then I just couldn't handle my reality. I was like, no, no, you're middle Eastern. You're a girl. Like you're supposed to grow up, uh, have, have kids and marry a boy and, you know, go to those weddings that you've gone to your entire life, you know, have one of those. And I, I just couldn't imagine what anybody would think if I had a girl up there with me. And I remember at one point, this is where it gets really personal. Um, I remember at one point looking at these Middle Eastern guys and going like, damn, if only I was this dude, my life would be so easy. I could wear whatever I want. Um, all of these girls would be worship like worshiping the ground I walk on. Uh, nobody would be questioning me when I walk into a room and I'm looking for a girl um, to have a crush on me instead of a guy. Like nobody would question me and I would just live my life. And there was a lot of confusion behind that. Like I'm sure just hearing like, you guys listening uh, can't even imagine the level of confusion that I was going through. And it, it was it, it took a toll on me. Uh, it's an identity crisis. You know, you don't know what to do, especially at that age. Right? You're so impressionable. Um so then one day I was just sitting down and I just looked up to the sky and I was like, look, like whoever I'm talking to, um, I need you to just, you know, guide me, whatever I get through, whatever I do, just help me out, you know, just take me there. And, um, I decided to take a leap and I, and I reached out to the, the, the girl and, uh, she took me back and I found out that, um, she started, you know, doing a lot of extracurricular activities that I actually wasn't fond of um, as far as um, substances. And I found out about that and that threw me off. And, you know, it was just, it was a very emotional year. I went through three high schools in one semester. Um, I graduated. Uh, however, it was, it was rough. And I don't think people really understand how much I went through. Um, I don't even think they can wrap their heads around it, but I want you all to know that, look at me, 
look at me now uh my entire family knows um what my preferences are uh everybody knows uh what you know my spirituality is everybody is familiar with me uh nobody loves me less um and that's because i never let the world get to me i never let the world get to my head and you know i always every time i had that dark thought that like what are you you're an abomination or you're this or you're that i stopped myself and i looked in the mirror and i said damn you know what people love you so much that sometimes you trip out on how much people love you and you just continue to be you no matter what that means even if it means just rambling to someone until god knows what time or that means that you bring joy into every room that you walk into if you live with purpose if your mind wanders if you sometimes feel like you're going crazy and you're holding on to your sanity with a thin string believe me when i say you're not the only one and as put together as everybody looks around you they're not and i don't want you to drive yourselves insane trying to think this way you know like it's very easy to go into philosophy and go into those thought that thought process but you gotta be able to pull yourself out and that's what you gotta understand in this in this journey in this beginning there's a middle and there's an end and i want you to know that you will always get through it whatever it is even if you want to pull your hair out and you just want to scream at the top of your lungs do it scream into your pillow tell somebody you're losing your mind go insane but i'll tell you something and this is what helps me an insane person doesn't know they're insane okay they you you go into a therapy office and you go hey i think i'm so and so and they're gonna look at you and be like well you'd be the first person that is actually that way and has came in there and has told me you know, or you're sitting there thinking one of these days, I'm just going to lose my mind. I just don't know how my family or my friends are going to understand this about me. And, you know, it gets, it gets lonely. Sometimes you think like they don't relate. Why am I even talking to them? And then what do you do? You start making friends with these like-minded individuals and you're like, oh my God, all of a sudden I'm creating this life around me, me. I'm creating my life. I'm manifesting these people. At one point I looked around me and I had Armenian gay friends. I'm gonna let you let that sink in for a second. I had three or four or five people around me that were now gay, um, still very much in the same circles as me. And we just became this tight knit of group, you know, granted, it's not the same anymore. However, it, it, it was a support system and you manifest, I manifested it. And that's exactly what you're going to do. Um, so yeah, the beginning was rough. Um, that story obviously ended the way that it did you could uh listen to the venus flytrap series from season one and you'll you'll understand you'll better understand my first relationship um um but i i definitely think that you need to go through it to understand it and if you're going through it or maybe you're supporting someone that's going through it and you've taken the beautiful time to listen to me and uh how to do it um you're in you're in great hands because i'm going to tell you exactly how to do all of that and the first thing i'll go more more into depth in, in the next episode but the first thing that i want to tell you is just love the fucking shit out of them because they deserve it and they are still the person that they are whether it's good in your eyes whether it's bad in your eyes their sexuality and the privacy of their own thoughts and 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 bedroom has nothing to do with you and if it's something that you're against don't pick and choose what you're against buddy do not pick and choose it because if that's the case you won't talk to anyone that drinks you won't talk to anyone that parties you won't talk to anyone that has any type of thoughts you basically wouldn't be talking to humans and i'm gonna let that sink in i'm hoping i'm hitting a lot of points right now because it's important that i do
because it's important that we wake up and not just with our eyes with our third one and you really got to get a sense of why we're all here and how we are all connected okay and i i really want to stress what love can do for anybody in the most beautiful sense and you can look at it all the way across from religion all the way across to just genuine human connection and holding someone when they feel sad um, making people feel safe when they can't um, making podcasts youtube videos tiktoks uh, instagram reels anything to just put a smile on people's faces or just existing you even being miserable at home makes a difference to the entire world because we are all connected and that is such a beautiful and strong message and i hope i'm conveying it correctly and i hope hey and listen to me if you're that little girl or that little boy or that older girl or older boy that is sitting there in the corner wondering how the hell am i going to come out I'm going to let you know right now, it's going to be the best decision you've ever made in your life because you will stay true to yourself and you'll never smile bigger. You will never cry harder. You will never be able to be your full potential if you do not be honest within. And whatever arrangement that you have with your partner, so be it. Um, that is not my place to say what's right and wrong. If it's something you're 1000% comfortable with, good for you. Um, however, I, I am going to tell you and encourage you to live your best life. And in the next episode um, of this three-part series, I'm going to be talking about, you know, the journey and and how I felt and what you, what you start experiencing and what you go through with your friends. It's going to be fun. It's going to be lit. Um, stay tuned because I'm going to be keeping you guys up to date on the gram. And hey, look, go follow me, HK underscore culture, go like some posts, go look at this stuff because everything that I'm spewing on these podcasts, I'm actually posting and I'm sharing. And if you don't have Instagram, it's all good, baby, because you got me on Spotify, you got me on Apple Podcasts, you're about to get my ass on YouTube. So don't you worry about a thing. You can connect to me on all the platforms um, and I'm here for you. And you are light, you are loved, you are everything that people tell you you're not, you are, you are you are okay and you just are and you're born this way and i'm freaking proud of you no matter where you are whether you're all the way in that closet or you're all the way out i am here for you i'm living for it i love it to the stars my cubby stay tuned Mwah.